0: And we're off. And we have liftoff.
1: Oh, at first I was like, and by we're off, you mean we're on?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. yeah, And we're on. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do the like, rocket space launches, the countdown.
1: Oh, like be the voice of yeah, or actually be on the rocket?
0: Both. Yeah. I
1: would want to be on the rocket.
0: I would want to do the voice countdown first
1: as a like precursor to actually yeah, being on the rocket. I want to
0: be in there. I want to be at mission control.
1: That would be fun.
0: Touching buttons and shit.
1: This is going to be maybe the dumbest question ever. Does the NASA center in Florida still exist? Yeah. I think we went there as kids once and I was just like, I want to go to space.
0: Dope shit to me. Not right? necessarily having to go to space, but just NASA. There's all the stuff they no, could do.
1: I definitely want to go to space.
0: I wish NASA was ran like a business. Instead of government entity. Oh, yeah. Because they've contributed so much to society.
1: Yeah, for sure. But also there's so much more they could do.
0: I like that. How how space and like awesome. I wish we focused more on the earth.
1: 100%.
0: Exploring the ocean. There's so much about the ocean we don't know.
1: 100%. Although I can't lie when they were taking applications to go to Mars.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I kind of wanted to go. I submitted one.
1: You did? Yeah, I'm like God I'm jealous. What is hollow? Did they actually send you like a reply? To be like, we're sorry. Thank you for submitting your application, like but you have not been selected. Thing. i just got like
0: a generic thing. <laughs> okay. You know? I was like, dang.
1: Saying you weren't selected. Yeah, I was like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, That's cool, though. Listen, I've interviewed for jobs before where I don't get a final like, yeah, you didn't get this job. So
0: <laughs> damn rude. <laughs> At hey, least
1: NASA's got that under control. Me
0: automated joint.
1: It's fine. Like, yeah. Just hey, big. just something. Yeah.
0: Y'all sent stuff to Mars, hundreds of millions of miles away. You can let somebody know they didn't.
1: Get 100%. It yeah
0: that can't be that hard yeah but hey
1: props to nasa for figuring that out
0: yes and with that we healing people
1: we healing
0: and maybe
1: yeah (laughs) question mark
0: yes are we healing i think think we are i think so i think so (laughs) how does one really know (laughs) and today we are talking about our rolodex's of healing, our healing Rolodex.
1: Your healing Rolodex, and AKA for, toolbox for, yes. yes, cause you were just about to do your thing. I cause I'm thinking going.
0: like for those who might not know what a Rolodex is, it's a <laughs> older thing.
1: It's an older thing.
0: I had to tell. It's a very analog thing. Yes, it is. I think I figured out a way to say it. Think of the contacts app on your phone and then in physical form, so all those contacts are written on little flashcards, mm-hmm. and it looks like an accordion.
1: Yeah, you can spin it in a wheel. You can spin it round and yeah, round to and find that. the card yes. with the person you are looking for.
0: That is so wow that that was a thing.
1: Yeah, I guess it shows my age that the Rolodex was my go-to title for this, and not toolbox.
0: I also think that like I don't. I mean, I'm older millennial as well, and I'm like. Is that word just old? <laughs> like,
1: Rolodex. Yeah, like it's like a cool word though. I like the word,
0: Same. and I like the
1: visual. I like the like. Is this is a whole other conversation? I like, is <laughs> ASMR only for sounds? I don't know. Uh, maybe like, I like I the, don't know just enough. the tactical yeah, that, ASMR of spinning the wheel and that like tactile
0: feeling is real. It's real
1: anyway. So yeah, healing Rolodexes. What do we mean by that?
0: It's what all of the people or things or thoughts and everything that we've collected, I guess, throughout our journeys that have helped, are helping, will help us continue to go through our healing phases.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I originally started calling it a Rolodex because it was people. Mm -hmm. And then I started to realize that it's the things that have helped me are people as well as Tool. I guess they are tools, whether mm-hmm. it's plant medicine or ways of thinking, mm-hmm. narratives, inner narratives And it's because I realized that one therapist can't solve all aspects of my pain or my challenges mm-hmm. or there, each person kind of, I think, brings something different to the table. And it felt like as I started to like dive into healing, the more cards in my Rolodex (laughs) (laughs) the I guess stronger I felt I feel like because we're the name of our podcast is so we heal in and I think you know I've gotten feedback from people that have been like oh it's really it actually is kind of healing to listen to what you guys have to say and we have talked about therapy it is very nice we have talked about therapy I was also like okay I feel like we should also just share the whole grab bag of things that Mm. you and I have done
0: my batman utility belt
1: yes exactly
0: that's a bunch
1: there's a metaphor for everyone
0: i say metaphor in a is
1: that the right word
0: i mean analogy and metaphor i just don't ask me i just let them be don't ask me (laughs) i just say it and i'm like (laughs) Listener, you'll know.
1: 50-50 chance yeah. you got the right one. So Come on.
0: <laughs> I know one of them deal with like an as or something like that. Well, so. Who knows?
1: Who knows? I hope my editor isn't listening to this conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we can just dive in. I mean, I'll tell you kind of like how I started in all of this. So the first time I ever talked to a therapist, I had just gotten a divorce. I don't know, that was 2015, I think. Yeah, because I got a divorce in like 2014.
0: Eight years ago, something like that.
1: Yeah. And um, definitely should have tapped into that a lot sooner in life, given given my experiences. And I realized like she was okay. She was a decent therapist, Mm -hmm. but she was good enough, I guess. Mm -hmm. Her kind of perspective on therapy was just sort of always reminding me that like, i could change my perspective on things and that all the power was within me and i was sort of like yeah okay but i hadn't i wasn't far enough in my healing journey to to,
0: really absorb to want to hear that shit. i
1: needed just to be like this shit is whack
0: (laughs) yeah and i need just
1: some validation of that for a second yeah just
0: like look at it i feel you
1: yeah And then a year or two later, someone gifted me a reading with a woman who I think, you know, probably called herself like a medium or a shaman or she called herself something. Yeah. The first question she asked me was, when did you stop trusting yourself?
0: That is some powerful shit to get asked.
1: It's so powerful. But as you rightfully brought up, I think when we had this conversation, it's a very vague question, too. So it's like the broadest, you know, I think most of us question ourselves. But for me, it like hit in the right way at the right time in that moment. Because the
0: tone in in the way it was asked.
1: It was that I knew I shouldn't have gotten married before I got married and I didn't trust myself. And so it felt like she had hit the nail on the head with something that I then needed to kind of unpack. Hmm. I didn't speak to her again after that. I have friends who continue to speak to that particular person. Yeah, and then I didn't talk to a therapist for a while and then went through another bad breakup in 2018, I want to say. And a couple of my girlfriends reminded me that they had also wanted me to speak to almost like a spirit guide, medium type Mm -hmm. person after my divorce. And I didn't take them up on it back then. She really blew my mind. She was like, I sat down in her office. She's this little white lady in Pasadena. uh, (laughs) Pasadena. And the first thing she said to me was, oh, you've had trauma. And I kind of looked at her and I was like, really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) and before i could say anything else she was like and it was sexual and i was like oh shit
0: okay yeah
1: and she goes how old were you and i paused to start your age yeah when it happened
0: oh fuck
1: and i paused and started to kind of do the math in my head because i had it been so long since i thought about that wow and before I could answer, she looked at me and she said, eight or nine?
0: See, that's where I'm like, all right, look it.
1: And I was like,
0: And oh. you didn't give her anything before. She knew
1: my name. She knew my name. I don't even think she knew my birthday.
0: That is wild.
1: <laughs> so I just kind of paused and I was like, all right, tell me what you got to tell me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you, I'm you have? I'm open, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what do I need to hear? And basically the takeaway from most of my work with her was that I needed to like heal that experience because I'd never talked to a therapist about it. I'd never done anything with it. And long story short, I had been talking to a therapist. I told my spirit guide that it didn't feel like that therapist was working so well. And then I ended up getting referred by my spirit guide to her therapist
0: <laughs> the therapist therapist or the god the spirit guide the spirit therapist. Guides
1: therapist
0: like we all need it. yes we all need, one. we
1: all need one which i was like well shit if she's going to a therapist i should definitely be yeah, going to one okay
0: i can't i can't really be out here like <laughs> all right no, I don't need this hey.
1: yes that's kind of how i started to realize oh there's a balance of kind of like how i Approach. I am not one single thing. Mm-hmm. And so there can't be one single approach that's going to help me figure all my shit out. That's
0: very thoughtful.
1: <laughs> I fell yeah. into it again. It was like a lot of, like the first spirit person was a gift. <laughs> Second lady was two of my girlfriends being like, yo, for the hundredth time, look go look see it. this woman. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> what you got to lose, girl? Yeah, Just basically. <laughs> huh.
1: Yeah. Just built and built since. It's deepened, it's cool. the bench has deepened.
0: Yeah, the, to be able to have that. I know, I think in the sense of thinking about like why I need that, the Rolodex, the group or the resources is kind of like getting out of my own head and going like, yo, you're a part of a thing. Say more. When I realized how my life experiences impact how I then affect and impact others Mm. and how being in isolation just isn't good Mm. like maybe a period that i could i okay let me be isolated just to me and then realizing and like learning just even like on a just actual science level that like we are not meant to be isolated and Mm. separated and like distant from each other that helped me realize like okay i gotta start figuring out how to interact in a community in society and in a way that still supports me and protects me and that's when the idea of rolodex kind of like made sense in my mind or not kind of it did make sense in my mind yeah i started realizing oh yeah i would look even at friends on how certain people that like i'll talk to you about this i'll talk to you Ah, about this
1: interesting
0: and seeing that it's like oh i don't talk to everyone about the same things the relationships aren't the same wow because it's different people the energy is different the way i know them is different the history Mm -hmm. is different Mm -hmm. and having that i think helped me then go like oh okay like therapy is a thing like talk therapy and Having experience with going like when I was younger, just from having outbursts or extreme things happen in life and then talking to a therapist then, I felt that there was value in it. Mm. I just didn't necessarily know what the value was or what it could be. And it just became me like having to figure that out Yeah, to like, I had to start figuring out. What is it that I want to get out of this, or mm. what is it that I think I would get out of just being a talk therapy first, and then just like working from there with therapists? Where I'm like, I'm gonna interview these fools. I got questions for y'all. Like, I need to know right. how you feel about this. Or I know that there are ran- there are thoughts that just come into my mind. Like, I will just say it. Yeah. And I need a space to be able to say that and be free of judgment and for someone to understand that, like, oh, that's not him like actually either believing this thing or really meaning it it's just a thought and he's like getting the thoughts out mm. and then i can go like oh okay cuz when i hear the stuff out loud it helps me better process yeah so i think that with specifically talk therapy was really really helpful yeah and then it hadn't been until recently after ridiculously painful breakup that I just hit a point where I'm like, okay, you gotta, you gotta really figure out some stuff on me. Yeah, like I feel very, very grateful right now that I was able to tell myself in the moment that, like, don't react how you would traditionally or typically react. Mm-hmm. And doing that, I think that like really, really helped me get to where I am now. Where mm-hmm. this is definitely the best I felt in a really long time. Yeah, not even just like specific to heartbreak; just From like my relationship, it was so much that happened to me last year. Yeah. And I realized like how much I struggle actually reaching out to people for help. Yeah. Or just like telling other people like this is what I'm going through. Yeah. And.
1: Is that how you traditionally would have reacted? Oh, yeah. I'm like. Just isolate and.
0: Do your thing. Or I would still show up. Right. I think most of last year, I couldn't honestly tell people like that was me. Mm
1: -hmm. That was who I would
0: typically be.
1: You've said this to me, I think off mic before, which is that you were just out there last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: I'm like, I'm outside. All the parties, <laughs> yeah, like, all the things, all I'm the going events. To everything. Yeah, like, it is like you see me like we doing this. I'm like, I already probably got plans. Yeah, and person I was with just understanding that like how that affects them as well, and it was just so much, and I didn't realize how much the effects of the lockdown from the pandemic really mm. did a, a number on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah, I'm a social person. That was just not how I move.
1: Yeah. You were like overcompensating maybe, but also kind of avoiding. You were yeah, using oh yeah. that going out as an avoidance. Yeah.
0: I was like, I am over indexing on like move. Yeah. Just move and it'll figure us out. Yeah. Identify.
1: Don't sit still.
0: Yeah. And when I would sit still, I just realized how like the depression and stuff was just like, hey, we
1: here. Yeah. And it's
0: like, oh, damn. Yeah. Let me get back to moving. I think there's like one moment in, that sticks out in my brain. I remember I was going with the homies, we were going to like Cella, and they were doing like a huge, like really, really cool dope activation with Soul House. And the night before, I went out with my partner and some friends and was just like, out. <laughs> outside got back home probably like four of the morning oh wow and then the will called me like yo where you at and i literally just like popped up sped to the place and then went to coachella and did the whole like coachella thing wow and then came back wow when i look back on that i was like that is the most ridiculous shit and that it helped I'm like,
1: you from feeling your pain yeah yeah
0: but it was like I did. It made no sense how I was even like awake.
1: Yeah. Now I get that.
0: It was like this makes it was just pure willpower. Yeah. Like mania. Yeah. And now looking at just like developing that. I've talked to a clairvoyant. I've done like a tarot card reading. Yeah. Then I'm gonna do this birth what is that thing called? Birth, you, birth chart. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> You're might, getting your
1: birth chart right. She's gonna
0: be doing birth charts. Like, <laughs> um I figure like that's why I need a Rolodex because I know that I need things that will people or things that help me see different perspectives.
1: Yes. That's what I was, I was about to say. I think for me, it's the medium who's who nailed it. She's like, hmm, you say you want love, but you haven't dealt with this sexual trauma that you experienced. And I was like, hmm, but she couldn't be the one to necessarily help me do that. Right. So mm-hmm. she was able to identify it as a really big blocker for me. And then I needed a talk therapist who actually was a somatic therapist. So she, somatic therapy is just like therapy that deals with kind of how things feel in your
0: body. There we go. Yeah, I keep always forgetting. When I think of somatic, I just keep thinking of like food.
1: Right. (laughs) Like like (laughs) Somali food or like...
0: I don't know. It just makes me think of food. (laughs) Just food. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, you know, she was the one that had to really like guy and it took me months to even tell her what had happened Mm -hmm. she knew that that's what i wanted to talk to her about eventually but it still took me a few months to crack it open with her
0: hey shout out to you that's a brave ass thing to do
1: thank you it didn't feel very brave <laughs> that be shit brave it's,
0: shit don't never feel brave in the be, moment yo
1: people be saying that they're like oh you left your husband that's so brave I'm like really because I should have known that shit beforehand And <laughs> like I don't really think it was all that brave
0: what and in the words of someone who gave me a compliment a couple weeks ago take the compliment
1: take the compliment <laughs> yes that's what I'm. I'm learning how to do that I'm slowly learning how to receive you know she helped me figure that out and she helped me figure out that like what happened to me and i think you said this last time you were sort of like i don't know if i want to recreate these experiences with oh a somatic yeah therapist. i think
0: about that a lot
1: it's real that's why you you know i like that you said that you interview your therapist because you want to make sure it's someone you feel safe with yes i can sit here on this podcast and talk about sexual trauma very sort of matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. But to go back into my body and That's recreate that experience
0: ooh, no. in my body
1: is a whole other thing. But somatic therapists if you find a good one, so big, big asterisks. like, please invest in good therapists if your trauma is deep or if it is that kind of intense yeah. because you want to know that you're going through experiences like that safely. Yeah. But she basically helped me realize, one – the impact of that experience on me, which was, I find it hard to trust that people will ever have my back. I find it hard to trust or believe that anyone will ever actually be a safe space for me Mm -hmm. because it was a family member. So you think about like, it's supposed to be the safest place in the world is with your family, right? (sighs) But then she helps you kind of create a new version, a new ending of that story in your body
0: that's the thing that's the most mind-boggling it's
1: mind-boggling it's crazy and it's like daily work it's not like you do it once and all of a sudden (laughs) 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 but what it did was show me what that little girl inside of me wanted Mm -hmm. that night and how now as an adult i actually need to show up as my own savior
0: Yes. Right. Like I can how that. do yeah. I show
1: up now so that that little girl knows that she's safe?
0: Yes. Does
1: that make sense? No, that
0: that's really dope and I was legitimately and literally talking to my therapist I think like last week about this. Oh wow. There's something about she asked, like, oh, let's go to one to ten where you think you're at right now. I was like, six and a half, seven. She's, like, we'll, not like, bad. We'll make it a ten. And I'm like, you know, once I get, like, healthier habits and I'm feeling, like, that consistency there and reframing the way I look at stuff and not catastrophizing and things like that. And then it hit me in the moment. It's like, and when I can be my own hero. Oh, yeah. Like When I can look back at little V and... I think also like think of those moments yeah and be like i got you yeah that's the thing that's helped me a lot and i think of the last few places i've worked i i make this document and i always just call it like working with v it's the same the last few places i've worked and sometimes i'll tweak it and i just have it's a bit of like this is who i am yeah and it it says like i deal with depression like i am autistic and like i need you to be literal like don't say good job to me that is so annoying to me like Mm -hmm. tell me what i did Mm -hmm. like oh good job doing blah 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 blah. like those things and it's been interesting having people read it and i've had quite a few people reach out to me about it and it always sparks this conversation of like I want to do that. Or like, I think I should do that. And I looked at it in this way and seeing how uh, that helps me show up for younger V for inner V because I know so much of my life was masking Mm. and performing Mm. and Oh, he's funny. He's outgoing. Like he's vibrant whatever. And Oh, he's the weird kid. I would then just perform that because it felt easier than like, actually what I would think like showing people who I am who
1: you really are yeah because
0: then it's like if you reject me you're like actually rejecting me yeah but if the performer if you reject that like I know like yeah, that wasn't I was performing yeah. that and because
1: you're taking care of you the exactly. way that you want to be taken care of instead of waiting for other people to validate yes. or care or nurture you yeah.
0: yeah and Those these various tools and people I've acquired in life and like Pokemon, <laughs> it's helped me be able to like acknowledge a lot and then be able to show up a lot better for me. Yeah. That's that's been really helpful. So I'm like talk therapist, looking reading astrology. Hey, yeah, never in my damn life was I like, oh, where it is? I just hear like <laughs> Capricorn. I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And I just like the very symbols.
1: grounded earth sign.
0: Yeah. It's with like a weird looking ram, like a sea ram or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> <And a laughs> sea goat. It's helped a lot with that.
1: Yeah. I like that idea of just the reminder that ultimately what we want to try to do maybe is just really learn how to show up for ourselves. There's a lot of like Instagram therapy And for better or for worse, I follow them. (laughs) Sometimes people be on it. Sometimes they be on it. And the idea of self love, I think was never really clear on what it meant. People like to throw that around a lot. Yeah. But I think all it means is what you just described, which is I love myself enough to show up for myself, regardless of what other people think. Yes. And to love myself the way that I love, knowing that no one is ever gonna love the way that I do.
0: Yeah, that is a huge thing that has helped me greatly because I realized I didn't know how I wanted to be loved. Mm. Yeah. It was always based upon like what I saw or what I was told. Yeah. Like, oh, you do things for this person or it's mm. like, wait, why like
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that person don't want you to do shit for them. Um it was a lot of that and it also helped me realize how much I self-sabotage
1: mm, say more
0: and in the past when i would realize that someone seemed to be like getting closer mm-hmm. that fear of abandonment and like now i can say like oh that's where it comes from this yeah. fear of abandonment yeah. like before i didn't know that
1: you just felt chaotic inside yeah, it was just like <laughs>
0: madness like the yeah. fucking joker running around <laughs> and i would do things to then just push that person away but then, like I knew I didn't want them to go away because I would be back to um I think I was talking to my like, previous partner at a point, and it was just like, I don't like being lonely. Mm. Like, I'm okay being alone, but loneliness, I think that's like so detrimental to one's health, mm. and I think there's like studies that prove it mm-hmm. now that I'm able to better see that and understand it, the idea of like being assertive has become less what is it like conflicting to me right because I realize, like oh no this is me doing what I believe is best for me mm-hmm. like I'm not being mean I'm telling you what like works for me mm-hmm. and if you're willing to like work with me I'm not saying I'm not willing to compromise but it's like right. I'm letting you know like this is that boundary this is how right. this works for me and this is what this does for me right I've been able to learn a lot more of like these are things that hurt me and these are things that help me and bring me joy.
1: You also said something like, I think is really, really important to emphasize. You do it with still having compassion for the other person. You're not aggressively being like, my way or the highway, you have to follow these rules. This is like, hey, I'm offering this so that you can understand how I work and how I operate. And I'm willing to have a discussion about it if something on here is so in tension or in conflict with how you operate.
0: Yep, because I think in the past, My previous relationships, except for the, I would say the last two relationships I had were definitely the most healthy. Excluding those two, it was a thing in which because I didn't know all these things and I didn't have these people and resources and tools, the energy was always so aggressive.
1: Mm.
0: It was just always- Your energy. Yeah. I was just always like, this is all I know. Mm. But then now being able to better, one, be okay- with people not understanding me yeah there was always this lauren hill video i would always somehow find and she's like talking to a group of people and i remember verbatim but she's essentially saying that like she used to pray a lot about like being misunderstood and like wanting to be understood and she's like then i like nah, i'm good like i'm just going to focus and pray that like i can understand others Mm -hmm. and that to me has been a really, really powerful and helpful thing for me. Mm -hmm. And it's just fascinating how when you hear certain things that like you're just not in the place to really (laughs) catch it.
1: Yeah, to really get it, to really hear it.
0: Yeah, it's really, really helped me because I've focused less on it being about me Yeah, and understanding that like, oh yeah, there are ways I will and can show up that will offend someone, that will make someone feel whatever it might be. Yeah. Yet if they don't express that to me, yes, Ain't nothing I can do about it.
1: And knowing that you've shown up the best you can. It's funny that you mentioned, I just posted that video on my IG, I think yesterday. And as I watched it, I've seen it before as well, but I was it hit different this time. Mm-hmm. Because actually I got a piece of feedback on our podcast from someone that felt really hurtful to me. I actually understand her and where she's coming. It's
0: challenging as shit. But
1: at the end of the day, what actually just matters is that you love yourself through that.
0: It makes me think of... I think with all of this, the way I just look at things so differently and the way I feel differently is one, on one hand, I feel like I see a lot of pain in people. Mm -hmm. And then on the next hand, I've been able to realize and see how much of it is a projection from another person Mm. and how... I just feel like the world just runs off assumptions. And that's just where I feel like so many issues come from. Yeah. like just ask the question. Yeah. It does not hurt anything to ask the question.
1: And know what's inside you that's been triggered. Yeah. Which full transparency, this is the second time we're recording this conversation. And the last time we recorded it, V and I were like, we forgot to talk about the drugs.
0: (laughs) Yes, man, the drugs. That is the other resource. In
1: all seriousness, you know, I've done ayahuasca. And things like, you know, I tried antidepressants in college. It numbed me to the point of not wanting Mm -hmm. to do them. And I haven't tried them since. And I know they've been dramatically improved since then. But what ayahuasca did for me was also just kind of crack myself open so that I could see myself a little bit more from a perspective that no one else could give me yeah, except for that journey, except for that plant medicine. And so the more I do that and the more these perspectives help me see myself the better i can show up for someone else mm-hmm. and not project my shit onto yeah. them
0: because <laughs> you're like i dealt with mine so yeah yeah or i'm I, dealing with it yeah there's a lot i am a big fan of psychedelics we can, we can hash rooms all the time and i recently started doing uh ketamine therapy mm-hmm. it seem has been like amazingly gracious in being my like companion in that because I think with like anything that's going to affect your mind like that, you gotta have someone around you you trust and be in an environment where you're like it's
1: weird. Hundred percent.
0: I just need you to be like there. So thank you, thank you for that. I greatly appreciate it. And in doing it, it's very similar in the experience I had I've had taking psilocybin in that I've been able to go to these places that are so intensely painful Mm. and It's not necessarily that I don't feel that pain. Yeah, it's the pain is different. Yes, it's like oh, I can still feel like the like uncomfortable nature of it. Yeah, but instead of it being like this gut punch, to where I think like if I thought about um, my previous partner, I would genuinely like feel weak. Yeah, I remember walking one time and just like someone had said a thing in a way that she would say it. So it was something funny and I laughed and then it just took me back to this moment where we were walking our dogs and the thing she said it and I looked at the person they looked at me and then I just like genuinely felt weak like legs mm. were like oh damn and I just were like this shit sucks and I remember the first time I did a session I specifically went back to that thought i like, I remember like very much going like i want to feel like i'm in space like i'm an interstellar and i was like i gotta see what this does when i go back to these memories mm-hmm. i didn't want to look at our relationship in the sense of like a highlight reel i wanted to look at it as a documentary it'd be like no this is what it is yeah and like don't label it good or bad or anything like this is just what it is mm-hmm. i do believe like it's it's helped a lot i think it's a matter of like figuring out like dosage levels and stuff like that I definitely believe it has helped me heal probably a lot faster than I would have. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are still things that like I am definitely working on. There's a lot that I still like work to accept about myself. But that is that that's definitely been a tool that I've used that has helped me greatly. And yes, folks, this is legal. This is all good. So (laughs) the fans out there, stay (laughs) off boys. Man's is out here following the (laughs) law. Relax. it's helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot with even like I haven't told many people, but like around my birthday, like I had checked myself into a wellness center. Mm. It took me a while to even like share it with anyone. Mm-hmm. And it was a thing to where like, I felt I was letting so many people down because one, mm. I didn't tell anyone, like yeah. I just vanished for some days and was just like, Oh no, like, I'm just chilling. Just like definitely lie to folks. And it's something that like I know for my parents, that's been like the hardest to want to tell them. Mm. Because I. And I think more most specifically my mom. Yeah. Because my bonus mom, she's just like this amazing woman to me Mm -hmm. and just person. And we don't even like necessarily have to like talk much. Mm hmm anytime i'm just like at the house and she's there like i'm fine Mm -hmm. she doesn't even like have to ask me anything i don't even really ask her much She'll ask me how i'm doing and stuff she always checks on me and i just love just physically seeing her yeah they're just something about her spirit and like like that is just amazing to me i would keep internalizing this thing of like damn i probably let them down Mm. and when i started thinking like oh wait no this is growth for you man like you didn't, in like warning for anyone. I've attempted suicide multiple times. Yeah, and it was a thing in which I'm remember saying after the last time being alive, it was like, "Well, you're here for some reason, fool. <laughs> like you might as well just do figure shit it then. out, like, yeah, all right, man." But with that and going to the wellness center and then doing the like ketamine treatments, and honestly, you another friend of mine uh in london i'm not gonna say her name because she's probably gonna be mortified
1: we love her though
0: my dog (laughs) my son butter even though he's part of the catalyst for shit um (laughs) those things and honestly like this weird level of maybe this is going to help someone thought that i usually have like those are things along with therapy.
1: Yes, I was about to say it's like this is why, you know, Rolodex is maybe a bad word because it's not just people, although it sounds like, you know, a lot of yours are people but it's also just sometimes it's the narratives that you tell yourself. Sometimes it's the like decision tree that you use to get to deciding to check yourself into a wellness center. It is like like
0: the wildest it is so fascinating how those things come up too because then now when I look back, I can see how the various resources or people and how what a thing that they might have said or that they've done or a therapy session I've had how they've show up at these moments and then I'm like oh wait I can make this decision now yeah and I'm like okay I'm going to do this yeah and it's been good to be able to look at it as growing mm-hmm. and healing and just now knowing like oh I know how some of these things how they work and how they've worked for me yeah and that's been the really like oh whoa yeah that's been the really cool finding because i think in the was it like the well-being space it is so riddled with so much just what i was the word i can think scam
1: (laughs) so much scam which is like
0: scammers and scamming yes
1: Which goes back to the idea, like, really kind of lean on your friends and your people to find the right kinds of support. Mm Because there's definitely scammers out there, especially the more you get into the spiritual side of things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, there's an email address attached to this podcast. If you need help finding folks, at least in California.
0: that'll work for us. Yes.
1: Happy to share. Because it's been, like, what's it called? I guess commodified a little. Yeah. Where, you know, you can find these people in every corner, but they're not all great.
0: That's where, to me, it. I will then start going and the more logical, pragmatic, analytical portions of me will take over because then I start trying to think and wonder, like, is money corrupting this? Mm. Well, and, yeah,
1: for sure. But a part of it.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing that where I get challenged. I'm like, what's the point of this then if it becomes a thing about money? And then I got to check myself and go, like, just because you're doing something for money doesn't mean that, like, it's bad. Right.
1: We all got bills to pay. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: And that's where I'm like, man. And then it just, to me, it just goes back to the root of these things and Mm. how society's been set up. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. And I think the friend thing is really, really smart because your friends know you ideally. Yeah. (laughs) If you've shown them. Yeah. Your friends and your family, they know you. And... If they've done these things as well, then most of the times our social circles, I think, are a certain amount of reflection of us.
1: 100 percent. You find yourself drawn to similar energy as yours, I think, in general.
0: Like I have amazing people that I love that like are doing things that they want to do, that are amazing entrepreneurs and creators and designers and marketers and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps i think that's a really really good suggestion to be like yo talk to your folk talk to people for sure yeah i'm like what's the point of this shit though
1: what (laughs) is the point of it we all have what is the point of it for you you mean in general trying to do all this healing stuff yeah
0: i think right now my working narrative is i'm meant to help people yeah, And I love storytelling. Storytelling is the thing that's helped me my entire life. I look at everything as a movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything playing in my head is cinematic. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, it would be dope if it looked like that's this. That's a fun though. way to live. Yes. And I think with knowing that, I'm working to be more and more comfortable and okay with acknowledging that like, I want to share things with the world. mm and know that it's not fame that i want i just want to be able to live my life doing this Mm. and hopefully me living the life that i live can be an example for people that look like me that don't look like me but especially for people who look and think like me yeah for people who didn't know they were autistic their entire life and then find out while they're also going through like a bunch of other stuff and have to figure out like okay well shit how's this been affecting me for men who deal with depression and adhd and are socially anxious and people just think you're extroverted and not realizing like oh there's a whole experience i'm going through i just want to be able to be a part of a a narrative or a movement an example that can go like there is another way Mm. you kept getting shown this we all were had a thought at some point in time, like this ain't working for me. Yeah, like look, here goes some other stuff. Like I'm not saying do it. I'm just telling you that like there is some other stuff you can try. There's some
1: options out there. Yeah,
0: and my therapist, I love. She says this thing, and I'm butchering it. It's like essentially like you can steal somebody else's thoughts. Like someone already wrote the book. Yeah, there's the a quote is already out there. Like you ain't got to come up with it yourself. You can go do some research and find that thing because. I don't think we've it ain't too much different for us. Like mm. our human experience is really similar. It's just unique to us. And I think pulling myself out of that and realizing like, oh wait, this person went through this thing, it ain't exactly the same because it's me, but look at how they did that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that like to me I'm trying to make that the point. I'm trying to make the point of it all to be I figured some stuff out. Yeah. And helping little v be okay Amen. That's the thing that keeps sticking for me we love little
1: v i mean i think that's beautiful i think that's also proof that you have not let any of us down no matter what you did you know like no matter what happened or what choices you made you haven't let anyone down because all of your choices have led you to this where you're sharing mm-hmm. where you're offering yourself and you're offering your experiences as a way to help other people on their own journeys so i think that's incredible for me, I mean, you know, I've realized that, like, I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, I being that the Indian girl in mostly non-Indian spaces, mm-hmm. it has very, oddly very recently come to light that... <laughs> <laughs> They've been very unique experiences as it relates to non-Indian spaces, right? And I think because I just spent most of my life integrating, Mm -hmm. I sometimes forgot how different I actually was from non-Indian people.
0: Ooh, that's powerful.
1: And I've realized that my entire life, I have just been trying to reach a state where I don't have to come back as a human because we believe Mm -hmm. in reincarnation. Mm -hmm. We believe in the cycle of rebirth. And achieving liberation means you don't have to come back and live this very painful human life.
0: (laughs) Oh, girl, I want you to get it (laughs)
1: because. So similarly, I share what I share for other young semas and anyone else who might relate to any of this, but selfishly, it's I want to be able to figure out how to feel free Mm -hmm. and. If I do choose to have a child someday, I want to arm them with these tools and this Rolodex so that they don't have to wait until they're 40 to figure this shit out.
0: Like, yo, here you go. Let's cut this time down. And maybe
1: have like some more joy and some more fun. I've had a very fun life, but it's always like an undercurrent of depression underneath (laughs) it all, right? Because I I didn't know because there were all these things I was sitting on that I Mm -hmm. hadn't done anything with. And so, yeah, it's a little bit of all of that that I'm just sort of like I in this process of hopefully getting towards liberation. I can help others and maybe even bring a human into the world who mm-hmm. figures it out a lot earlier. And I don't know. I tend to think that sometimes our generational trauma can be healed if we make space for other people to not live that same trauma.
0: Oh, I super agree. Right? With that. I agree with that greatly. Like I think of show lovecraft country oh so good and Michael K. williams like him being his dad and just seeing how in pain this man was yeah and how that then affected his son yeah and i think about it like when i see just people in general mm-hmm. just parents that i know and how they show up in the thoughts that they have how that affects them. like one of my brothers and he and seeing him and my nephew together who's just like amazing football soccer player <laughs> soccer goalie seeing them together like it brings me so much joy when i mm, see them together yeah because i see this man who is in a black man has had his own experiences but to see like the tenderness that he has with his son yeah it just like warms my heart that's so beautiful. much and like when he talks about his son i like feel him light up like, yeah it's like it doesn't matter what it is that's awesome and I think you're right with that. And it's a thing to where that's something that's always been with me and potentially having children. Mm, it's just yeah. like I've always thought just like, man, I'm responsible for like your mind forming and not even just your mind, your heart, your heart, your soul. Yeah. Like all this stuff, like, yeah, I got to, there's going to be external stuff that when you go out into the world, you're going to experience, but like the way you interact with that, mm-hmm. a lot of that is going to come from like your parents. Yeah. And that is one thing that I think I didn't realize was so much a tool for me was how my parents, all of them, because I have many. It's a blessing. Yes. How they, in their own ways, reinforce this thing in me of be you. Mm. Um, I remember my dad telling me one time, my birthday, he said, this was a few years ago, he had said, he's like, look at, I'm proud of you. And I'm like, all right, all right. like, what you saying? Like I didn't even did anything. I think we're just like sitting down. And he's like, my thing, which is always whatever you wanted to do or be, I just wanted it to be because you wanted to do or be that. Mm. And that's always been in my head. That's always been a thing I just like grew up with. Like if you go, go do something, if you get in trouble, you're probably gonna get in more trouble because it was like, Oh, they told me to do it. <laughs> like that so I think for me, like if peer pressure was it's so like, bizarre oh, to stuff. me. Like yeah. what? Like bruh no i'm not doing that yeah but i remember you just like look at if you wanted to be a bank robber i'd be like look son this ain't the move don't do it but like i know i can't stop you so let me just figure out a way to help you be the best bank robber.
1: wow that's amazing and
0: it was just like a way of love that i was just like wow Like, oh, okay, because it was it is true. Like, you can't stop me. Yeah. Like, I'm not with you all the time. Yeah. So like I physically, if I went down this road, could do that. Yeah. And it was a thing that with my parents, with them being like that, it's made me feel like I can tell you anything. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful.
0: I think maybe with them, when I do share, I'm probably like TMI or maybe I'm just like, (laughs) just tell them everything.
1: (laughs) But you keep going back, which means they've made it safe for you to do that, which is a beautiful thing.
0: And that's where I think you are really, really spot on. That's something I think with having all these tools and resources and options available and being a much more open person, I've always sh- struggled with like, I have these weird moments of being rigid and just like very stuck in my ways. Mm. But then, but my, I'm very, very open to hearing everything. Yeah. I'm like, just give me some time. So that's where I'm hoping that, that these things. Continue to have that impact, and that like evolution occurs yeah. to where the next generation can from that. Like I even think about just my younger siblings. Mm. Like you no, know I'm not even thinking about my kids. I'm thinking about my younger siblings. Yeah, and that's a thing that like I know I'm working really, really hard internally to better figure out like how do I like improve my relationships with them. Yeah, and I think if I didn't have the stuff happen to me, and then now the this rolodex. I don't know if I would be at that point.
1: Mm, That's dope. That's dope. That's cool. I'll say one, two final things. One, I think. um,
0: Thanks.
1: (laughs) It's such a blessing when you do have those people in your life. So like love on the safe people in your life because I think they're few and far between. And then the last thing I'll say is for the skeptics out there, the spiritual people are not going to tell you like when you're going to die. Or oh my god. that like life is going to
0: fall apart. Trust me, y'all. I, I was talking to people. I was like, man, <laughs> I need them to just say it. Like just say what this thing is. Just and tell me yes or no, god damn they it. They will
1: rarely, rarely give you a firm answer on things. But what they will do is I think guide your perspective to yeah. the things that matter. They'll illuminate things inside of you that maybe you brushed
0: over. I would agree with that, yeah.
1: And so I think for folks who get a little worried. And, you know, I think the other thing that, I'll say all around, you only get out of any of the stuff what you're willing to put in. Yes. So how open you are, how self-reflective you are, mm-hmm. how willing to surrender. You know, if you go in talking to any of these folks and you're just like, these people don't know shit, Da da, da, da <laughs> they're not going to be that helpful for you. They're really not. I don't care if they're therapists with 10 degrees on yeah. the wall or whatever. You set it
0: up for failure already. Yes.
1: <laughs> you actually have to open yourself internally
0: to let it work that is the best spot to end because <laughs> that, like, that is really i think with all of this it's like if you don't go in going i'm going to do the work like i'm going to show up i'm going to face it yeah it's gonna go work i can't you're work you're just wasting money just, ooh, at that it's, point, it's a lot just of money girl. <laughs> like, like.
1: You just give it, send it into the show just send us an email yo, we'll tell you which venmo a, to yeah, send it i will, the will let you
0: know if you just like i just want to just throw money away like cool
1: <laughs> we got things that we yes, need to pay be used.
0: for I'll uh, appreciate y'all for listening i hope y'all start trying to figure out whatever it is you want to work through or like that point you want to get to
1: yeah go with god yeah i'm yeah. just gonna sign off like that
0: that me. is the that, just go <laughs> with god i'm digging it